Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. Monday, May 29th, 2023. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. All right, we got all your Bachelor news in one place right here for you today on Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, lots to get to. It's a holiday, and you might be driving to or from a barbecue. Why didn't you invite me? I actually had a 5 a.m. flight from Los Angeles to Nashville, uh, which means a 2 a.m. wake-up, which means to even go to bed at that point. But either way, I made it here safe and sound in my mobile studio. I've got quite the setup here in Nashville, Tennessee. Stand-up show tonight, if you're catching this, I'll be at Zany's in Nashville at 7 p.m. for New Material Night, which, you know, there's always that conundrum. It's New Material Night, and if you don't know stand-up, New material means the material you don't quite know if it works yet, unlike uh, magicians, uh, uh, unlike pianists and other creative art forms. Stand-up has to be done live in front of an audience, so it'll either work or it won't. We'll find out tonight. Well, I got to tell you, I got some funny things I'm thinking of, uh, and I can't wait to share them with all of you. Uh, I am in Nashville to record a podcast. Don't mean to be cryptic, but it's something I think I need to share with you after I record. I'll make sure you guys get all the information about how it's going and uh, the behind the scenes of the traveling and this and that. But a couple stand-up shows, a couple podcasts, and maybe a Driving with Dave. If there's anyone you want to see on Driving with Dave, make sure to reach out to them. Go to their Instagram and just tag me in a photo and say, hey, Dave's in town, he's in Nashville, and I'd love to have you on. So uh, we'll see if we get any of those recorded. But um, pretty busy here to end the month of May. And you guys had a busy weekend in the box office here. Little Mermaid did okay. 117.5 million dollars at the box office. Not too bad there. Not too shabby for Memorial Day weekend here. And, uh, you know, that movie, The Machine, came out too. I haven't seen it yet, but it was based on a stand-up bit by Burt Kreischer. It made $8 million, which, of course, is a hey, not bad in the movie theater in today's world post-pandemic to make $8 million on an opening weekend at the box office. Obviously, The Little Mermaid is a much more of a global smash, starring Halle Bailey, which, of course, is not um, Halle uh, Berry. <laughs> different people, different names. Headed for the holiday weekend's fifth biggest opening of all time. So, of course, you can go check that out if you enjoy seeing fish make out with humans. Uh, a, it's a love story, folks. Okie dokie. And in another weird story here, we'll get to a Bachelor news in a second, but Benedict Cumberbatch, family shaken up by knife-wielding chef, breaks on a property shouting at them. This is reported on TMC Court and the Daily Mail. 35-year-old chef Jack Bissell kicked his way through the front gate of Benedict's $3.5 million North London property shouting, I know you've moved here. I hope it burns down while the actor, his wife, and their three kids could hear him just outside the doors. Well, that's horrifying. He was slapped with the restraining order, but not much else, maybe a fine or something. They found DNA on the intercom, which led to his eventual arrest. Yikes. And of course, you know, the first, my first thought is, did Benedict not pay him? <laughs> what? Or is it just a crazy person? Could have been one or the other. Either way, um, and um, speaking of drama as it plays out in front of our eyes, Tom Sandoval, we have this YouTube video up for you. This morning, but I'll, I'll give you the Sparknotes version now. Tom Sandoval yakking it up with Raquel. It's as plain as day. That's a pun because he was caught on a plane. Southwest. Who flies Southwest? I do. Uh, it's, it's, you know, hey, two free check bags, but there he is. Uh, and you can watch in the YouTube video if you want. It clearly shows that he's 
um, on his phone with Raquel. I don't know why he's, you know, maybe it's not too secretive there, but anyone could have walked by and taken a photo, and they did. And what's so funny is someone commented saying, you know, because this is a photo of Tom Sandoval looking out the window. You can clearly see his white fingernails and everything that makes him him, the same shoes he normally wears, and all this jazz. Um but it's people like, well, maybe it was staged. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. But either way, uh, maybe he's still with Raquel. Maybe he never broke up with her. We got the full story on YouTube. You can go check that out. All right, in a real creepy story here, the audio is not going to be great. Hopefully, you can hear it okay. This is Hannah Ann Sluss explaining how she was followed through the airport in Paris en route to Naples. Have a listen. About the airport. I just had the strangest travel day. So I land in Paris and... Walking around doing my own thing on my phone and up to me and she's like, you're being followed by this guy and he's taking pictures of you. And then I go back to a screenshot that I took of me FaceTiming my mom and he's like behind me. I remember seeing him a lot at the airport, but just truly didn't think anything of it. So then I start to panic. I realize that he's on my same flight. He's super creepy looking. He wears sunglasses in an airport and like, who does that? So I get onto my flight. I tell the flight attendants that I'm being followed. Shout out to Air France for like taking charge. They made sure I was the first one off the flight. I waited around in the Naples bathroom for an hour and a half until I knew that this guy had left. I also changed outfits and I'm wearing these sunglasses to disguise myself. Guys like today are looking for a moment when you are vulnerable and by yourself and he probably would have followed me. And then she goes on to warn people, hey, if you're traveling alone, if you're female, just keep an eye out. And hey, shout out to Air France, but you'd think there'd be more they could do if someone's following you. But I guess it's like, look, if someone's on your flight, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying she wasn't being followed. It sounds scary, but it could it just be a guy on her flight? You know what I mean? Either way, uh, sounds super creepy. And, um, you know, geez, it reminds you of that movie Taken, you know what I mean, with Liam Neeson? Yikes. Okay, we'll have a couple more pieces of content for you before we get to our featured story. I know news is a little bit light today, but actually we're stacking up for a lot of content tomorrow. I'll tell you what, let's go to a quick ad break, and then I'm going to get to what Reality Steve has to say about who, which former lead will be on this next season of Bachelor in Paradise, right after this. All right, let's go to Reality Steve. Here's what he has to say. If you don't like this, uh, any spoilers for Bachelor in Paradise, who may be on the show, just skip ahead about four minutes because I'm going to play a quick clip from Reality Steve right now on his daily podcast, Reality Steve Podcast. Here's who he says will be on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. We have no idea. I mean, we won't know stuff until things start filming. Bachelor in Paradise is usually a little more looser, so we're going to probably hear more things as filming is going on. It's happened every season. I don't see why this season would uh would be much different a lot of talk about what former leads are going to go on this season um you can pretty much guarantee that rachel is going to be on the show she will be part of the original cast because they would never bring in her later they're not putting rachel on in episode three you know rachel will be there um from everything that i've heard i don't believe gabby is doing it i also don't believe michelle young is doing it so in terms of former leads, Clayton literally came out on Instagram stories last week and said he's not doing it. So you can take Gabby out. You can tell Clayton, take Clayton out. You can take Michelle Young out. Obviously, Claire's out. Tasha's out. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think you're going to have many former leads on there. I don't. I, Katie's not doing it. I'd be shocked if she showed up. I... 
it's more or less, I don't think the show is a fan of Katie. As you know, she's very outspoken. She's not their cup of tea. I love the fact that she's outspoken, but the show doesn't. So I don't even see why they would invite her. And to go listen to all of Reality Steve's commentary, just go to his podcast there. Yeah, with regards to Katie, I think the show would invite anybody on that they thought was going to make them money, uh, bring in ratings. And I think Katie would do that. I just don't think they're necessarily going to beg her to do that. But I think even though they've had to their fair share of disagreements, I think if they put her on the show, she'd have to go back under um, signing an NDA. And, you know, that could be kind of complicated. I'm not sure. Did I miss it? Did Reality Steve mention whether or not Pilot Pete would be on? Because he's been rumored to be on. So while it might not be like a bastula of former leads, like seven or eight of them, you know, it's still notable if there's more than one. We had Becca Kufrin. You know, of course, Nick Vile was on Bachelor in Paradise before he became a lead of the show. It's almost hard to believe Bachelor in Paradise has been around for so long. Now a lot of people, you know, what was considered to be the sort of uh, lesser of the shows is now considered to be the more fun show the, the the more risk adverse show where you can just go on you know get bit by a few crabs uh, both the crustaceans and the ones in the old swimsuits and you know and come out of it a little less harmed than you would be if you had to say carry a whole show on your shoulders as the lead uh you know in, in all the pressure that comes along with getting to the uh, altar and delivering ratings we never think about that aspect of everything where the producers are leaning on the leads to say hey we need you to do something exciting so people actually watch your show and they don't think you're a failure you know there's that kind of a that bias that exists there that bias to chaos that we see it and the same thing happens on uh vanderpump rules where they're saying look you got to make a fight happen or they're not going to pick the show up again we need to deliver and you know that's kind of part of why reality tv is exciting is because contestants do deliver you know all we ask is that maybe the environment set up so that they don't have any extra harm done to them by you know keeping them from uh, getting a healthy amount of sleep and you know access to therapists and you know basic things uh, but anyway it'll be an interesting season rachel Recchia, of course had an issue on her season when it came to feeling like she was the side story to gabby windy's show if that makes sense do you guys does that make sense to you guys i don't feel that she is that way but i feel like she like most people feel pitted against each other that that's just how it works in the dating world everyone's got a hotter friend that everyone goes after and you you, you feel like gutter trash you know like just getting the runoff of your hot friend we've all been there folks um but maybe rachel has learned a lot and done therapy and she'll kind of um, thrive in this environment uh, more so than the previous one. There'll be plenty of guys coming uh, coming for her and trying to give her their attention, and I think that'll pay off. All right, well, speaking of former star and alumni of the show, Bachelorette's Tyler Cameron speaks about the relationship he was in that left him in the dust. Have a listen to that. Tyler on his podcast described the uh, the heartbreak that he had. We're going to get into that, but first he was on Out of the Pause, a Love is Blind-themed podcast talking about what could have happened with Hannah Brown. Have a listen. If Hannah B. chose you as her fiancé, do you think you would have ended up married to her? You know, I, I, think, uh, I think looking back at it, I think we would have a good shot at getting married. There's been a lot of things that happened since it didn't work out that made us kind of go our separate ways and for better and for worse. I, I really think that we're both fighters and we would have found ways to make it work and, and fought for our relationship. 
So there it is. Tyler Cameron uh, discussing that he might have had a chance with Hannah Brown. What do you guys think? Hey, I just heard Hannah Brown lives in Nashville now. Would you like to see her on Driving with Dave? I got a rental car here, folks. I'll be here for the next three days. Do uh, do me a solid. If you want to see her on Driving with Dave, send her a message on her Instagram or in one of the comments of her latest photos and say, hey, Dave's in Nashville. You should do Driving with Dave. And maybe we'll get that. Hey, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? All right. So then Tyler posted this Instagram reel or TikTok reel, uh, but I went and did some digging to find the actual source of this video. So we're going to listen to a little bit more of an extended version. This is Tyler Cameron's YouTube channel, and he's got such potential here. I'm not criticizing the audio because I'm trying to be a hater, but it's bad. And it just goes to show it's really hard when you're doing like Zoom style interviews to capture good audio things. Hey Tyler, free of charge, send me a DM and I'll tell you what you can do to fix your audio. It's crucial you get better audio than this. But either way, here's Bella and Danny Thorne. Of course, Tyler's, uh, you know, he's a celebrity. He dated Gigi Hadid. He dated um, some other famous people here. But here's where he describes how he was pretty much passed up after he professed his love and he was passed up for a rich, uh, successful, more famous person. Tyler, what was yours? What was that? Oh, yeah. I was just saying, Tyler, what was yours? Who? Huh? For me, I, I, I would say something like I had... I mean, it was coming out of breakups. You know, I came out of a, a really bad breakup and my confidence and my kind of my moral compass was was turned a completely different direction. So we think, who did he break up with? Could it have been Gigi Hadid? Maybe they didn't really date too long. Was it Paige Lorenz uh, or was it Kendra? Um, what's her name? Camilla Kendra. Uh, which is who I had here in the uh, the main photo here, who he dated, and she left him for Lewis Hamilton, who's you know a hundred millionaire, uh, one of the most famous race car drivers of all time. So here's where they broke up. Bachelorette recap: A guy's review. Talk about this real quick. Uh, so Kendra, Camilla Kendra, not only broke up with Tyler Cameron, but she also blocked him. And I I, I know this because I might be blocked too, like I said. But hey, that's okay. Nothing personal here. So she was kind of accused of being a clout chaser because, of course, Lewis Hamilton is a much more famous person and she was with Tyler. And everyone's like, how did she just go from one to the other so quickly? Uh, but of course, you know, there's always more to the story. But she hasn't spoken about this as far as I know. Let's hear what Tyler has to say. This is almost two years later. And this is the first time Tyler's talking about this. Because, uh, you know, I was like, I was basically left for somebody else and that somebody else really was just someone with a bigger name, more money and whatnot. But I knew, that, you know, and, and so that right then and there had me thinking, oh, I have to go get more money. I have to go get a better job. I have to go do this. I have to go do that. And then it took me a long time to realize I don't have to be anything else. I just have to be me. And I have to find someone that wants me for me, you know. And I think being in, new to this industry and I've been you know, in this world since 2019. And since then, it's just been such an evolution and growth and learning about myself, about accepting myself and accepting myself in this space. Because a lot of times I'm like, damn, I'm this small little kid from Jupiter, Florida, from a little boat town that all I really got popular for was talking to a girl. You know, and how the hell am I supposed to figure out how to act? And, and Tyler, your abs, don't forget your abdominal muscles. Do and be in this space. So with all these talented, incredible people who build it on their own, which I was just kind of given this, you know, opportunity on a platter because I could, like I said, talk to a girl. So it was like believing that I belong here. 
It almost feels like he's talking about having imposter syndrome. And we talk a lot about this. You know, I come from, you know, the the hard knocks life of spending 10 plus years, 15 plus years doing acting, improv, stand up comedy. So when I think of imposter syndrome, I think, actually, no, I feel like I deserve it. I feel like I've got about damn time syndrome. But with someone like Tyler, and I think a lot of people feel the way I do, but there's, you know, different feelings. I think with someone like Tyler, he's, and I say that in jest, by the way, uh, but with Tyler, yeah, he did get famous right away. Away and he might have wondered, do I deserve this? I'm not somebody who got famous because I'm good at singing songs or writing music or, you know, uh, power recapping or whatever. So, yeah, there, there can always be that feeling. And then he gets left for Lewis Hamilton. Like I said, 100 plus million dollar athlete, the wor- world famous. So, as big and as famous as Tyler is, there's always somebody bigger and more famous. And if that's what your relationship was built upon, that foundation cannot be sustainable. And of course, he realized that and then he realized he is enough and uh, I have that mantra I like to share all the time I am enough I have enough I want to share it and you have to believe that or else you'll always be looking in other people's lanes to compare is despair and that I just need to be myself and not worry about what I make what other people are doing and whatnot that was the biggest thing for me yeah and also like learning how to protect your energy now that you are in like this this pond with all these people from all over the place kind of you know some of them with ulterior motives and stuff you know like that's a whole new learning lesson in itself so there he is and he doesn't really go into any more depth about that relationship but it was fascinating she was she blocked him and and you go yeah well everyone's oh you know everyone no no one's entitled to a relationship people can break up camilla broke off her relationship with tyler cameron it was time for her to refocus and it was very strange i mean i followed this story for a little bit again let me know maybe she's off instagram but i think i either that or she blocked me but here's where the relationship was we're talking weeks if not days before they broke up he professed his love for her which again doesn't mean it's reciprocated but they seemed like a happy couple it's just just my girlfriend so you know she's is that how you met i saw i slid in her dms really and that's how you met met. so there's tyler saying he slid into her dms (laughs) valor talia do you have any questions for Tyler? way we met and that's how it happened wow wow i gotta use my instagram better (laughs) and then he and then he goes into it i can't play the clip because it's uh copywritten but he goes into it and says you know i um i uh you know i'm in love with her this and that So there's Kendra, uh, Camilla Kendra. And hey, look, no one's, I'm not bashing her. Who knows what happened? Maybe Tyler was, um, you know, very toxic in his relationship and she got over him. But she then was dating Lewis Hamilton and that relationship faded very quickly as well. So, you know, look, hey, they're all at that age where they're a bunch of pretty pretty people trying to, you know, jockey for their position in life. And um, you might get heartbroken. And for all we know, Camilla Kendra might have realized that Lewis Hamilton was going to pass her up for the nice, bright, shiny toy that goes by. You know, uh, when it comes to appearances, if that's all we're worried about, we be quickly become replaceable because it's kind of like a thirst you can't quench, right? It's like a sugar addiction. It's like, yeah, you're a Snickers, but that's a Reese's. You know, what do we want today? You want peanut butter? You want um, nougaty uh, chocolate? whatever you can tell i haven't had chocolate for a while so i'm romanticizing it but either way that's where we are with this 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap it us wrap it up for us today. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Memorial Day. We'll be back with our full coverage tomorrow in the rest of the week. Um, again, if you have anyone from the Bachelor world or other influencers that you would like to see on Driving with Dave, I'm in Nashville for the next three or four days. You can send them a message and say, "Hey, Dave Neal's in Nashville. You should do his show, Driving with Dave. Tag me in it, and if they want to do it, they'll get back to me. And if they don't, then we'll have our answer. Uh, you know, old blue collar." Dave here, uh, just trying to do my best, trying to grow the channel. No ads, no no additional like um, host-sponsored ads this week. So what that means is less revenue for the podcast, but that's okay. More time with you guys. If you do want to donate to the show and be part of our grassroots movement to keep the channel growing and the studio lights turned on and building all of the other aspects to the show, all the gear, you can join the Patreon, and that's a nice private membership-only community. We have bonus content after Driving with Dave and so much other live streams i'll be going live for the next couple days here and you can hear on the patreon who i'm podcasting with this week and all the other kind of uh, you know stories that i can't quite share publicly that's patreon.com slash dave neal p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash d-a-v-e-n-e-a-l everyone be safe out there and um, we will see you again tomorrow i've been dave this was bachelor rush hour